Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Exploring Awesome. This is the show where we uh, each week I explore, uh, talk with guests and explore tips, tricks, and strategies to help you and me to live a more awesome life. Today on the show, I have Simon Kaufman, actor, comedian, philosopher, yogini, and uh, hopefully he's on the line right now. Are you there, uh, Simon? Of course, Jim. How you doing? Doing great, thanks. Hey, sorry for the uh, – I couldn't get back to you on the uh, – the messenger. I saw you messaged me, but I was uh, I was trying to get connected, having a little trouble with my host pin. But uh, but I'm glad we're connected. You're doing Simon, great uh, I, okay, great. Hey, listen, uh, everybody. I'm sorry with, uh, we started about a minute late there. Um, hope that you're uh, hope you're all tuning in. Listen, I want to let you know before we uh, before we get any further that if you want to call in, you want to talk to Simon. Uh, he's got a really incredible story that uh, we're going to hear in just a minute. Uh, write this number down. Put it in your cell phone. Six one nine. Nine two four zero seven four four. Again, that's six one nine nine two four zero seven four four. Nine two four zero seven. Excellent. Wow, that's awesome. So, uh, I, I've known Simon for uh, for quite a long time. Met through comedy, and I've always been uh, really intrigued by the way that he's able to uh, bring in uh, philosophical topics and spirituality and uh, uh, into his comedy. And uh, he recently went on a, uh, well, let him tell you more about it, but a journey, I guess, of, um, went and lived in some ashrams and uh, did yoga and meditation, and uh, he's, come, he's back to Seattle now. Uh, Simon, can you just give us kind of, a, kind of your background, your bio, and, and how you got to where you're at right now, and what's going on with you right now? Well, it wasn't, uh, uh, the start of it was not positive. You know, I went through a bad breakup last year. And uh, wasn't really coping very well. I think we all go through that at some point in our life, you know, like a heartbreak or a a loss of love. Uh, And I was, I needed to get away. I needed to go figure some things out. You know, if you're not, nothing in your life is going to change unless you change. So I had to just look in the mirror and realize, hey, you know, the old ways aren't working. Um, and I thought I'd spend the rest of my life with this gal, and it didn't work out. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go on a little eat, pray, love adventure, uh, spiritual mm-hmm. sabbatical. People thought I was nuts, but I had to remind them that lots of great artists have done this. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Malcolm X went to Mecca. Uh, Richard Pryor went off to Africa for a while. Uh, Mark mm-hmm. Twain went and journeyed to uh, the Holy Land in Israel and Palestine and, you know, other places. He also went off to Hawaii as well, uh, Mark Twain. He, so, you know, 
I was like, yeah, I'm going to go figure some things out. So I uh, went off to Hawaii to go hang out with uh, raw foodists, Buddhists, nudists, and shamans, <laughs> and Watsu practitioners, and I spent time at a place, I spent nine weeks at a place called Muwashahale Pule, which is in Kealakekua Bay. And mm-hmm. I spent time, it's basically run by two different people. Uh, one's named Jack, he's a Lakota shaman. And then the other is a uh, PhD therapist named uh, Dr. Z, or Zay is her name. And so they kind of hit you from mm-hmm. both angles. One hits you from the spiritual side, and one hits you more from the, you know, counseling, therapy, more, you know, I guess you might say science-based side. And I spent nine weeks with them. And, uh, yeah. And then after that, I went over to the other side of the, the other side of the big island and hung out in uh, the Pune district. And that's where the real hippies were. Okay. These hippies make, okay. uh, uh, yeah, they make Eugene, Oregon look like Republicans. These were hippies, dude. <laughs> And I spent time at a, yeah, legit, legit, like, uh, you know, no deodorant, armpit hair, dreadlocks. And those are just, yeah, those are just the toddlers. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, (laughs) yeah. So I spent some time at a place called Lalia Eco Village, which is a, uh, basically a Tantra yoga you might say polyamory community or basic, but really it's, it's a Tantra yoga community uh, where they teach, where they, uh, I went to the Hawaii Tantra yoga festival and made tons of lifelong friends with lots of relationship coaches, counselors, people that are um, what you would call a Dhaka or a Dakini, which is a tantric priest, pretty much people that travel the whole world and uh, have devoted their lives to, helping people deal with wounding in regards to love and sex. And, you know, I think we all have those issues, whether guys have mommy issues or whether lots of women have uh, scarring with from men in their past. And these are, they're dealing with heavy stuff, man, real heavy stuff out there. And it was a beautiful place with beautiful people. It's run by a guy named Robert Silver. And I definitely recommend it. Uh, to anybody to go hang out with these guys. It's a little nuts, man. And it's, it's, it's full nudity, mm-hmm. bro. Like if you want, you could like my first day Whoa. there, I'm sitting at, I'm sitting there at lunch and some naked dude comes and sits down right next to me on the bench. And I'm like, really dude, really? You're just going to put your balls on the bench during lunch. I'm trying to eat a sandwich, but I have to get over that. Um, yeah. I learned that when you wear your swimsuit into the hot tub at the Tantra yoga community, you're looked at as the weirdo. So um, that was a trip, <laughs> but real dialed in, tuned in, loving, peaceful people, uh, people that, yeah, they come from their heart and they don't mess around. And that was really beautiful as well. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, my comedy, doing comedy made me a lot of friends. I did some shows. I did some open mics. I did some talent shows and, you know, they have a lot of people out there in Hawaii that can strum a guitar or read you poetry or do acting, but they don't have anybody that can like come with that, you know, gritty stand up comedy, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And so I, it was great. I made a lot of friends. I, I spent some time with a man that was pretty influential to me. His name is uh, Fantuzzi and he's an internationally renowned musician he traveled, he's on a world tour now for a year, and uh, I went and hung out with him. He invited us to his house. Uh, he would have what they call like a sacred circle where you sit 
by the campfire and just kind of singing kumbaya type songs and telling stories, and it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. And uh, wow. this guy's a real hippie That's too. Awesome. And when 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 Woodstock happened, he was on the mm-hmm. cover of Newsweek, like the original Woodstock. He was the dude they took a picture of. So that's how long this guy's been doing it. <laughs> wow. That's amazing, dude. You know, it's funny you say uh, a lot of people thought you were weird. I, when I first thought, I was like, that is freaking awesome. Um, I, for myself, I mean, I've I've wanted to do this for years, this kind of a thing. And, uh, and I think a, a lot of people out there would love to. You know, I mean, you know, it may not be a, an, uh, you know, a yoga thing for them, but, but uh, some sort of an eat, pray, love type of type of experience. So, that's awesome, dude. I'm uh, I'm just stoked that you uh, that you actually uh, went through and did that. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I'm yeah. Thank you. Go ahead. No, thank um, you. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm curious. Uh, let me just uh, make sure we don't have any callers. Hold on. I get distracted. Um, okay. So uh, yeah, and so again, uh, if you're listening live, um, this is I should say we're we're on. Uh, we're recording it uh, on uh, March 17, 2017. So if you're listening uh, on iTunes or something later, too late, sorry. But if you are listening uh, live right now, um, you can call in, talk to Simon, 619-924-0744. Uh, Simon, so, you know, we've talked before, and you're, you're into a lot of, uh, you know, um, uh, being healthy, that kind of stuff. And I'm wondering, were you – uh, you know, were you doing much meditation, yoga, that kind of thing before you left? Well, I was initiated into TM meditation in 2005. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I had an uncle who is no longer with us who studied with a lady named Diane who was a disciple of the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. And so I was mm-hmm. blessed. Like, I kind of got grandfathered into my uncle into kind of an ancient lineage um, and was able to get some count, you know, some teachings from them and, uh, and initiated with them. Um, gosh, you know, at the time, dude, I was like, yeah, I was not very spiritual. I was, yeah, living with, you know, living in a penthouse apartment with my girlfriend, selling weed as my only profession, mm-hmm. partying. I was only like 24 at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And that kind of changed my life. It really did. Within like a month of being initiated into TM, within one month, well, within a week, my girlfriend broke up with me. I moved out. My car broke down. Then it got broken into. Then it got towed. And then I got a horrible flu all in like one week, the first week. And that's very wow. common, actually, when you start a meditation practice to have your life blow up in your face. They call it a de-stressing that happens, almost like a... Mm-hmm. Uh, chaos that needs to happen before the reorganization can happen. Um, And it's very common for people who start a meditation practice for their life to go backwards first before it goes forwards. But within one month, I quit all hard drugs. We're partying a lot. Uh, Within one year, I quit smoking cigarettes. And then two years after that, I quit smoking weed, which I was smoking every day. I then went back to it for a while, but then I quit again. But, yeah, it's pretty powerful, man. It's, it was a powerful practice for me. So I've done that off and on. When I was 19, I didn't know what to do. 18, 19, I didn't know what to do with my life. So I went off and studied in Jerusalem, in, in the old city of Jerusalem, for two years. So that's wow. one thing that kind of got me started on a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've always kept it to myself, but I've always been into metaphysics, mysticism, 
uh, spiritual ideas uh, from all religions, all faiths. You know, it's really all one. I would say that if there's, you know, one of the, I've learned a lot of lessons in my journey to Hawaii. And one of the lessons I really learned is all, you know, which was a quote from the Buddha, which where he says, all is enlightenment and all are enlightened. We're all enlightened. You know, we all, like, forget duality. Get get rid of that idea of there's good and evil, right and wrong. It all just is. We're all just here doing mm-hmm. it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or you're white or you're black or you're Muslim or you're Jewish, man, we're all just here doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're all the same thing. Get rid of that idea of duality. It's all just a unity. We're all one unity. And we're all enlightened because we're all on that path. Um, you know, the one thing that the shaman would say almost every day is he would uh, quote from the he would quote the Buddha. He'd say, I, I might not be quoting this right exactly, but he said something along the lines that he'd say, everyone is just as enlightened as the Buddha. The only difference is he believes it. Oh, nice. Nice. That's a, that's a fantastic thing to say. Uh, and I think, you know, a lot of truth in there. I want to clear up just a couple of things real quick. Uh, for those of you who are listening, you might have questions. You might, uh, you might know there's a couple of terms that uh, Simon's used that you may not be aware of. So first was watsu, and that's, a, um, that's water uh, shiatsu. And uh, it's a really cool experience if you can get it. I imagine. I haven't had it, but uh, studying massage, I, I'm aware of it. And then also uh, uh, TM is transcendental meditation. That's uh, transcendental meditation. And uh, I'll tell you, the, the great thing about transcendental meditation is it's, it's one of the meditation, for, there's, I mean, uh, people that don't know about meditation, there's, there's just, I mean, there's just so many different variations. I mean, I, I want to say dozens, but it's probably hundreds of different variations. So transcendental uh, or TM is one of them. And it's one that's been, uh, it's one of the, the styles that's been um, highly studied. So when you see a lot of these studies that, that show the benefits of, um, of, uh, of uh, meditation that's a lot of times it's the um, it's the TM that they're they're basing it on and uh, so let me just uh, Harvard University and so from the, what's that it was Harvard University that did massive studies on TM meditation I think in the late 70s so it's not it's right. not hocus pocus you don't have to like let's believe in a crystal ball there's actually it's, it's scientifically proven <laughs> to have the benefits it, it claims to have you know, and that's what I think is so great about the era that we're living. I mean, it's, well, in some ways, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, well, I guess I'm a little bit torn because I love the idea of, you know, I mean, back a thousand years ago, 2,000 years ago, people spent, you know, time meditating, uh, and they, I mean, there was no proven benefit. You know, I mean, they could see, you know, people around them that did it, but there was no, there was no proof. And so I kind of, I kind of miss that, you know, but, uh, but it is great, you know, and things, and, and it's, I mean, the time we're living in is freaking amazing because even things like hypnosis now has been proven by Stanford. You know, I mean, there's, there's studies backing it up. Uh, there's just countless benefits to meditation. Uh, and, I, and I always have to throw this out there because when I'm working with hypnotherapy clients and, I, and I, you know, maybe they've got anxiety or something, and one of the things that for self-care that I, I always recommend is, you know, have you tried meditation? And the thing that people, if you're saying this, I, I get it because I was there too, but they say, oh, I could never sit still not long enough, or I could never clear my mind for 20 minutes. And people, it takes a long time to clear your mind for 20 minutes. I don't know if anybody, maybe the Buddha could do it, but um, it's, it's important to just get started. What do you think about that, Simon, just getting started? Yeah, I mean, it's like push-ups. 
You can sit there and say, well, I can't right. do a thousand push-ups. We'll start with one <laughs> and just work up. Yeah. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't apply that to any other thing in your life. Like you wouldn't be like, well, I can't do it. I'm, I can't do brain surgery. Well, then go to school. Right. <laughs> and then take your first class and then take your second class. Um, but I think, I think that never before, I mean, we're in a time where, you know, things like this are, have never been more important. At the mm-hmm. same time, every day, in our news feed, we get these horrible, horrific things sent to us. You know, like two, a couple hundred years ago, we wouldn't know about uh, a, a civil war in Africa. We wouldn't know about True. it. But every day we get these graphic images of all these things, you know, the, what's happening to the planet with the environment, like all, like just negative, negative, fear-based, like stuff sent to us every day. At the same time that's happening, there's also never been a better time to counteract that. Like, you know, when the chaos is around you, it's some of the best time to find peace. Like for me, I had to, at the time of my most greatest pain emotionally, I found my greatest peace because I went out and I looked for it. Like if you think about this for a second, right? Like I said, 200 years ago, you wouldn't know about a famine. Well, 200 years ago, I wouldn't be able to go down to a bookstore or click on a website and learn about shamanism. I mean, the only, the only totally. teachings I could possibly get were around me maybe at a library, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, like today, you could literally hop on a plane, go up to like the Himalayas and hang out with a bunch of these guys and learn how to levitate or what. Right. You can literally do that. You can literally go and study with like, you know, Hawaiian priests or rabbis or Sufis. Like you can literally hop on a plane and go hang out with them. And so mm-hmm. all this knowledge is coming to us. And I think it's important because at the end of the day, the most important goal is just peace of mind. If you make peace of mind your, your, your only goal, let's just say only goal, not even number one goal, just make peace of mind mm-hmm. your only goal, everything else is going to follow. And that's kind of what I'm working on. And it's easier said than done. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a, that's a really great goal to have. I, uh, I think that, you know, so many people get let themselves. And, you know, I talk, I'll say, for instance, I, I, I remember my grandma would do this too. And my mom, my mom has gotten to the point where she's doing it. And she's, she's convinced the world is getting worse. And so she's, uh, there's a lot of uh, this, this fear-based mentality with a lot of people that, you know, the world's getting worse. And, yeah, we, we've had a lot of uh, changes and upheavals uh, in this country and, and all over the place. And, and so maybe in some ways things are, are, are you know, not as, as good as maybe some of us would like. But I think all in all, I think that things are improving. I mean, we have, we have uh, you know, for instance, my grandma was forced to work in the fields at like eight years old. You know, we have child labor laws. We have, we have mm-hmm. a lot of great things in place. And, uh, and it's, it's easy to just kind of just see all that negativity. And, and I think that what, what can happen, I know when I'm, really, when I'm really on my game with the meditation, stuff just doesn't bother me as much. You know, it's just um, there is that kind of that yeah. peaceful feeling of, of you know, it's it's fine. Yeah, things are, are going to hell, but yeah, whatever. You know, it, it's fine because well, um, I feel good. Go ahead. Well, we know it's all balanced. We have to know. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a fundamental principle that it's all balanced. If you think of the yin and the yang circle, right, which we've all seen that circle mm-hmm. with the, the black and the white, right, there's never more mm-hmm. black or more white. Everything's balanced. I mean, you know, right. like, you know, you think of like, you, you look at matter, it's like negative and positively charged. Like you, it, everything is balanced. It has to be right. It's mm-hmm. just, it's like yeah. I was saying is at the same time that all this negativity is rising, there's also all this positivity rising. 
Um, and so it, it's where are you going to put your focus? Where are you going to look at? It has to be balanced. It can't possibly not be balanced, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Absolutely does. And I got to tell you, too, and I even mentioned this on the on the last episode, so if, you, if you've already heard this, uh, I mean, it's worth repeating. I kind of go with this, this approach, and I, and I can't remember, it's, it's either uh, it's Hinduism or, or Buddhism. I mean, they're closely related anyway, but uh, so um, it's one of those, those thoughts that, that we are actually, um, we are choosing the life we're going to live uh, before we even get here. Because because we want to have certain experiences, I guess. I mean, I don't I don't get it completely because I'm not a, you know completely spiritual being. But I think that as much as I hate being sad or depressed or unhappy, those kind of things, it's all part of the human experience. So if you want to have a full human experience, um, it, it doesn't make sense to just wish for the happy stuff. You got to have the you got to have the sad stuff there, or you're not having a full human experience. Mm-hmm. You're being fake. But yeah, exactly. Here. And we see those yeah. people, you know. In mm-hmm. spirituality, you see, those, you know, when you go to hang in spiritual circles, you'll find those people that are just, you know, they call them like namaste type people. Where everything's just, oh, namaste, namaste. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're miserable and you're depressed and you're letting people walk all over you. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, like I, it's, you know, King Solomon said, for everything there is a season. There's a time for mm-hmm. peace, a time for war, a time for love, a time for hate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think uh, there was that band yeah. that made the song about it in the 70s. But what he's saying is that everything, there's time for everything. Like, you're, you know, um, you're going to experience it all. Might as well embrace it. One of the things that I wanted to talk with you about today, Simon, is, um, is in your comedy, I've, I've, I've always been impressed by the way that, uh, that you are able to bring in some, some uh, spirituality, some philosophical ideas into it. And uh, I kind of struggle with this myself uh, because – um, well, I'll just say for for an in, for instance, I will. Uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm always trying to do is trying to get more uh, package things in a way that is going to be more palatable to the the greatest number of people. And and the explanation I'll sure. give you is um, so. Um, and I get in trouble for this because people don't get it sometimes. And I post something that uh, say on Facebook, social media, or something, and I'm trying to package something in a way that's gonna it's gonna get um, more engagement, more more people involved. And, uh, and so maybe I, I, I make fun of something that people find offensive. But, so I'll tell you, so like for instance, I will post something about, a, about um, New Hope for Alzheimer's on, say, Facebook, for instance, and I'll get 14 likes, and I'll post some silly joke and get, you know, mm-hmm. 300. Totally. And so, totally. So, and so it's, yeah, and so it's a, it's a little frustrating because I, there is this, I have this, this dual nature where I really want to – I love being funny, but I also love, you know – uh, sharing whatever you know knowledge I have, and then also learning from other people. That's why I do this show because uh, I'm trying to explore awesome. Do you have any tips for for anybody out there like me that that's trying to bridge that gap? Um, yeah, just draw a line in the sand and make a decision. Uh, you know, I know what you mean. It's like you'll be out at a comedy show, and I'll get up and I'll do like a bit about you know illegal immigration or you know, something like serious, like men's, women's issues, and I'll, like, do something serious, and it'll get a nice response, and then the comic asking me will come up and do a joke about how he pooped his pants, and they're falling out of their seat. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? No, I mean, but I'm so telling this, you, like, you're right, the, the, right the, the dumber you can Yeah. I mean, we li- <laughs> listen, we live in a, we live in a, I mean, we live in a day and age where there's not, I mean, in the United States, let's face it, it's kind of a, there's a lot of anti-intellectualism. Bill Hicks talked about it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Right? You know, so 
if you get up and you do like, you know, dick jokes or like, you know, I poop mm-hmm. my pants jokes, on one hand you're mm-hmm. gonna go farther you're gonna go farther faster and you're gonna get a lot of laughs and it's gonna go well for you. I drew mm-hmm. a line in the sand and I told myself years ago, if that's what it's about, I quit now. Yeah. If that's what I'm gonna be doing, I, I, I don't care. I, I I've been funny my whole life, dude. Go read my report cards as a kid. Like you know, go <laughs> go ask my parents about the parent teacher conferences. I've been funny my whole life. Yeah. I don't need to stand on stage like like a, a dancing monkey or like you know, like a dancing like you know what I mean, like from the circus. Right. And make you laugh. Yeah. I don't need I'm not I'm not a jester. I'm not a moron. I'm not a, I'm not the king's fool. <laughs> and, and and that's not what I'm here for. I'm I personally yeah. I wanna be the, like Carlin. I wanna be like Bill Hicks. I wanna say something. Mm-hmm. Every one of my bits mm-hmm. has back of it a social message. Whether you're not, mm-hmm. you understand that or not, I try to do smart jokes done stupidly. I try to do really intelligent material <laughs> done in a way that's not too highbrow or it doesn't make me look like I'm some smarty pants. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like I really have no interest. I'm not, I, I don't care if you – I'm not trying to be popular. Like I actually have mm-hmm. a message of what I want to say. I, you know, it, 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 so that's just me. I'm not here to do like stupid impersonations or – or do do that kind of material. Maybe it's the wrong format. Maybe you're right. Maybe making getting laughs is the only thing that matters. But I also think that there's enough people left in this country that are sick of swallowing diarrhea every day that want to actually hear these things. And I'd rather have half the mm-hmm. audience hate me and half like me and say thank mm-hmm. you. The best compliment I ever get is not you're funny, but when someone comes up to me after the show and they're like, thank you for actually saying something. We go to comedy all the time mm-hmm. and it's so mindless. So, so, Mm -hmm. so just stupid. I mean, how many, how many like mindless jokes can you sit through? People come up to me and they thank me. Thank you for actually saying something. Thank you for taking difficult subjects and going with it. So that's me. Mm -hmm. If it's just about, if it's just about, you know, prancing around so that I get more Facebook likes, I quit now. I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. And so I think drawing a line in the sand and, and, and knowing what you're here for, that's what I would do. And if, you know, whatever. And I, think that's, and I think that's great because, because uh, you know, I think, and that's, and that's, and uh, as much as, you know, and I can relate to that, that, uh, that, you know, tell them, the, you know, the poop jokes and you get these huge, huge laughs. And, uh, you know, I think we all have our, our place. And, and, uh, and so those people that do that great for them there, uh, I think there's healing power in humor. In fact, I've got, uh, I have Marcel Allen on next week, everybody. Um, and she's going to talk about the healing power of humor. She went through a really mm. tough time also and created some positivity out of that. But, um, and so that's great. And I've seen that work. I just, I know that's not, that's not necessarily my path and it's, it's clearly not, not your path. Uh, I do want to let everybody yeah. know how to get a hold of Simon. If you want to, uh, if you want to, you know, check him out, he's got a really sweet website. Um, go check him out. It's uh, simonkaufman.com. And this is all in the show notes. If you head over to uh, blogtalk.com slash exploring awesome, it's uh, Simon's K A ufman.com. You can also find him on uh, Facebook, Simon Kaufman. It's uh, facebook.com slash uh, Simon uh, Kaufman Comedy. And uh, on Twitter, Simon Kaufman as well. I will remind everybody too that if you, if you want to try hypnosis, um, you can just simply text the word, uh, or it's uh, EZ Trance. It's literally the letters EZ Trance to uh, 313131. Send you over some uh, hypnosis, add you to the Exploring Awesome. Uh, list so you can uh, get more information about awesome stuff. Simon, I got about a minute left. Anything you want to add before we uh, before we wrap this up? 
Uh, yeah, man. It is, man. Quit. I said, just accept yourself. Quit making judgments. That's oh, one okay. thing I'm trying to work on. Quit judging yourself. Nice. Like there, there's no right or wrong. Just, just, it, just be. Just get in the isness. <laughs> just be. Get in the isness. I love that. Hey, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. Um, and uh, tune in each week, and you're going to get more tips, tricks, and strategies to help you and me live a more awesome life. Uh, thanks a lot, Simon. Great having you on the show today. Uh, take care, everybody. Be well and be awesome. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.